Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? All things considered, Joel, I'm not too shabby. Like a bit shabby, yeah. but not too shabby. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 mildly shabby, I think is probably bit of wear and tear. The best. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just getting beaten down. We were just talking about this before we started recording. And I think the, the thing that's and this is such a first world problem, but like the thing that's hurting me, like that I'm I'm really struggling with at the moment is the fact that I can't see the Suicide Squad. Like I just want to watch that movie. Yeah, I just I just totally I fair. really want to watch that movie. Um, but it's okay. Apparently, engagement parties are much more important to <laughs> everywhere. But. Um, if you're not from Victoria or Australia, you probably won't <laughs> the, get that. The but... deepest of sighs, the deepest of sighs, yeah. and the um, guttural, most guttural of groans. A, a a minor Google search of like engagement party Victoria, and you will understand. It's. I mean, it's not funny. It's it's obviously incredibly infuriating. But I I was oh, I was I wasn't near the computer, like the PC for most of the day. So when I went into Twitter and saw it like engagement party trending, I'm like, oh, what's happened now? And then I looked into it. I'm like, oh, this is the worst. Brilliant. Yep. I was at work and it wasn't until one of the parents coming to pick up one of the children was like, oh, now I have to break the news to my kid that. And I was like, what about what? And she's like, oh, playgrounds are closed again. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> cool. Uh, and then I got a call from. My, because my son goes to the same daycare service that I, I work at. I got a call from the, the room upstairs where he is. Um, and they were like, hey, he's got some gunk in his eyes. What do you want to do? And I was like, guess I'll come finish early and come and pick him up and take him home. So I had a unscheduled day off today to um, take him to the doctors. He's fine. It's just goopy eye that we've got to put drops in and stuff. So... It's just but, the combination of things. And that's yeah, that's the thing, like, right? <laughs> yeah, fucked up Monday. So I was like, cool. I get it, Garfield. I get it. <laughs> he was, he's on to uh, something. He was on to totally something. Totally good, yeah. Should have got some lasagna for dinner and just really fully committed. Matt, now you've said um, lasagna, I could really go some lasagna. Yeah, me too, actually. Jeez. I haven't had lasagna in ages. Well, I actually had it from last to... week, but I could really have it again. Oh. I might rectify some that. Lasagna, so maybe some chips, like oof. maybe. I'll, oh, that's ooh, a good combo. That's a good combo right there. It's a good combo. Anyway, though, Kyron, how apart from you know the general unpleasantness of everything, <laughs> yeah. at the moment, um, how are you doing? Like, what have you been doing? Um, what have you been up to? Work, obviously, still. Um, mm -hmm. We were because I'm I'm a, a regional Victorian. We were lucky enough to be released out of the lockdown early last week. Um, Must be nice. But, well, <laughs> at first I thought so, but a lot of things transpired at work where it, because of the entire debacle, turns out whatever I'd been doing with my job the last week and a half was all for nothing. Because, like, oh. we're basically, long story short, we were getting ready to do a big stock take. So, like, we're like, cool. Right. So I'd gone through, I'd counted so many so many books. I never want to count books again in my goddamn life. But, um... <laughs> Either way, that that it gave me something to do while we were locked down, you know, because we obviously went to click and collect only, and as you can imagine, not a super busy business day when you're doing that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I then came in to the Tuesday. They're like, "Oh yeah, it's cancelled." I'm like, "I'm sorry. Did you say it's? I, I wasted my time. It's fine. This is oh, fine. This is all fucker. fine." So, um, but apart from that, I was I was lucky enough 
well, not lucky enough because it, it wasn't really. It's just it's obviously money that made this happen. On Friday, I won't talk. I won't go spoilers. I won't do it because I know that not everyone's watched it yet. Um, but Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.01 dropped on Amazon Prime in dub and sub glory. Uh, so like honestly, I didn't play many games last week because like Thursday, Wednesday, and fr- Wednesday and Thursday we watched 1.0 and 2.0. Like we being me and and occasional guest Brendan Hill, mm-hmm. um, and then on Friday night we just we strung together 3.0 and the new one. And yeah, what a what a journey. I don't really know what else to say about it. <laughs> it can give it because I could give something away. But all I can say is like I- obviously if you are if you are an Evangelion fan and you haven't found a ton to watch it yet. I do very strongly recommend that you rectify that because it is it is an experience. Yeah, I, it's such a, <laughs> it's a it's a weird thing to watch because like this is a series that is it has been all over the shop and it's gone to all all sorts of places, but I think where it ends up, I'm just like I I feel hopeful and that's weird but good, but um yes. But um, yeah. Apart from that, though, not a great deal, unfortunately, because yeah, yeah. I would love to come down and see my Melbourne friends, but I'm not allowed. Not allowed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're still in the naughty corner. Yeah, down here. Um, Everyone's grounded down there because of like yeah, some people that you that had some bad behaviour. So you, you, everyone gets a, it's we, a group ground. We've been upgraded to the ultra naughty corner now. Ultra naughty corner. Like, yeah, we're not allowed to go out of the house after nine o'clock. Like I'm, I am literally locked in my house as of right now, so I can't, I can't leave. You fool! You're stuck here with me now. Not, not that I was going. To, I know. Like, like you know, at this point, like when it hits nine o'clock, I'm like, I'm not going anywhere anyway. Yeah. Sure. It's like the occasional time where it's like, oh man, I really want a bag of chips, but there's nothing in the cupboard. I'm like, I'll just duck across the supermarket, but can't do that. No, so I've got to make sure my 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 snacks cupboard is stock that pantry sufficiently stocked. Stock yeah. it up. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. Actually, no, it's getting low. I ate some more. Yeah, I've got one more bag of harvest snaps in there. I'm good. Um, but yeah, I uh, I just been just been carrying on as best I can. Just get um, through. <laughs> yeah, I I I binged over the last couple of days. I binged all of Dave season two, which is um the the show that's a kind of biographical but not really because it's so far-fetched and it's a, it's a lot different to his actual story but based around the life of um the rapper Lil Dicky um or his real name Dave Bird hence the title of the show uh yeah I watched season 2 of that that show's great that show's really good uh i it, season 2 is tense in some moments um quite a lot of moments actually but i i really enjoyed it and um yeah lots of fun uh but apart from that i've just been just been watching bits and pieces of things here and there and just not really i've just been seeking like comfort blankets <laughs> just yeah things I'm, that i can like yeah. dip myself into i'm like oh, it's just bob's burgers like that's my bob that's bob's burgers for me i'm just yeah. like oh, i'm just gonna watch bob's burgers um, I've decided once I finish Bob's Burgers, I'm going to keep the H. John Benjamin train going. And I'm going to go back and start Archer from the start oh, and man. actually keep Archer. going through what I haven't actually watched. So, um, <laughs> I'm a couple of seasons behind on Archer, but, um, mm. God, that's that show. It, it gets me good sometimes. It really does. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. But, um, Bob's Burgers is like that as well. Sometimes it just cracks me up sometimes. 
stupid jokes. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything exciting. I, I won't have anything exciting to talk about that I've watched until I'm able to watch Suicide Squad. That's that's why I'm I'm just gonna be I like, mean, I watch other stuff. But I can... speaking of things to watch, you've, speaking of like, I just remembered literally this moment. I do have an episode of the final season of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I needed to. Yeah, I haven't watched that either. Actually, so yeah. I'm coming for you, SBS, I'm, for like that 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 one thing that you give me every now and again. <laughs> I might have to put my eye patch on after we finish recording tonight. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll uh, I'll take one for the team, Kyron. It's on SBS, man. It's from... <laughs> I've used that app. <laughs> hey, what app? <laughs> That's this is a, yeah. This is an this is an audio medium that we release this in. You didn't the, the listeners at home didn't get to see the the squinty eyes glare that I gave then. Um, anyway, I think. That's enough banter. I think it's time that we talk about what we're here to talk about, and that is video games. And what better way to start off doing that than to kick it on over to the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. The quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show, where we talk about all the stuff that we've been playing over the last week or two since we we last spoke uh, and recorded it. So we got a few things this week, um, two of which we've both played, and then one which I've been playing a little bit of myself, um, which I thought I might start off with that, just and that way we can continue continue the conversation on uh, together afterwards, I guess. Sure. Uh, but uh, uh, Xbox Game Pass continuing to be the best deal in video games, 100%. Xbox Australia, Great. come never, on. Never have got to pay you again. Pay me again, please. That'd be great. Money, please. <laughs> um, Money, please. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, it, they, they, it's the start of the month. So they sort of announced oh, 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 a couple weeks ago. It was the start of the month, and they announced all, all the stuff that's coming this month to Game Pass. Uh, and this game, I saw it getting like announced for it, but I didn't look into it because I thought it was going to be like a like a couch co op multiplayer kind of game. Just from the title alone, I was like, oh, okay. So I didn't pay any attention to it until I saw some people talking about it as like a like a sports RPG, which I, for someone who doesn't follow sports in any capacity very, very, very strictly, um, for some reason I love sports games and sports RPG games, especially like really weird niche ones. Is that correct, Joel? Be honest. Is, are you sticking, is that what you're saying? Is that is that your one hundred percent what your belief is? Yeah. Yes. Well then, why? I, I why? Ge- would... I guess that means you've got to give Pyre another shot by Supergiant. I gave Pyre a shot. Yeah, I just don't like mean, it. I guess you don't like all sports games, sport art, like RPGs, story games. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm just fucking Mister Mister Technical Pants over here. Yeah, and the reason I remembered <laughs> is because yeah, Brandon was playing him, and I'm like, oh, Pyre. Joel hates this game. <laughs> I really don't like that game. I just, I, I just like to bring it up not... every now and again so that the internet can hear it. Anyone who listens can remember you. Like that's that's you fine. Like it. That's fine. Look, hey, I, if there's one thing I'm known for on this show, it's having very unpopular opinions. I guess of things, um, like Sonic the Hedgehog is overrated. Anyway, why do you go? Why you got to dig that up, man? Why you got to bring it up right now? Hey, if I'm in the hole already, I might as well keep digging. Um, so. Yeah, this game popped up and I saw some people talking about it being like a, like a sport RPG. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll give it a go. So I downloaded it, started it up. 
Uh, and that game is, of course, Dodgeball Academia. Um, and yeah, Dodgeball Academia is a very interesting game. It's published by um, Humble Games and developed by Pocket Trap, who uh, I don't actually know if I haven't looked up any other stuff that I mean, they've done. That, they don't but, sound familiar to me at all. No, no. But, you know, that could be an indie dev sort of thing. Um but yeah, basically, this is like a yeah a, a sports RPG where you go to a like a, a dodgeball school. Basically, it's like sports anime tournament arc RPG game rolled yeah, into like, one. Like when I heard, when, as soon as I heard, I mean, it's not exclusive to it, but as soon as I saw it's called Dodgeball Academia, I'm like, oh, I assume like My Hero Academia. Yeah, um, which I guess I, it's not quite anime, but it brings me to sort of one of my my main points about what what I like about this game because I really do like this game. Um, is the art style is fucking awesome. Um, so like I said, it doesn't look exactly like anime. It looks more so like a Cartoon Network cartoon. So think like if you've ever seen something, there's a show called The Amazing World of Gumball. It re- the character designs remind me so much of that show. Um, just the way that like the the the, the specific like eye designs and face facial expressions and things like that. Um, and there's like weird characters. Like one of the people is like a balloon, just a balloon. He, sure. And his name's Balloony. Sure. This, look, this, this tracks. This, this and sounds like anime. I'll, <laughs> I'll die for Balloony. He's great. Um, and yeah, basically you're, you play as Otto and you are starting out at this new school called Dodgeball Academia. And he wants to become like the, the best dodgeball player in the world. I mean, who doesn't uh, have that dream to be honest? Like, Yeah. And it's cool. It's like you, you get there and you go to like the the opening ceremony, like the 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 opening festivities, and there's basically like this dodgeball that's been slammed into a rock by like I can't remember who exactly what it was. It was like it's not quite like gods or something like that, but like a supreme player, um, and it had or it might have been like an asteroid or something. Amazing. And basically, they all touch like all the the new students touch the 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 dodgeball, and it can give like it can awaken their like inner powers. And it's like, yeah, this is great. It's super anime as fuck. Amazing. And it's awesome. Love it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you've never heard of it and this is sort of intriguing to you, I stop, like p- press pause, go watch the trailer and then come back because then you'll you'll sort of be on the same wavelength as why this game, I feel like this game is really special. Um, so yeah, like I said, it has that Cartoon Network style 2D character designs. Uh, but then the world that you're walking around is sort of like a, like not quite top down, not quite isometric. It's like isometric but straight on. That makes sense. Uh, view. Yeah. I don't know what what the the specific terminology would be to, to describe that, but um, yeah, and that's all three D. So like all the buildings are three D. Has sort of like a, I don't know what what you compared it to. So so everything's three D. And are you are you sort of two D? You're you're on a two D plane. Yeah. So sort of visualize wise would sound like a paper mario sort of affair i guess yeah actually that's not a bad that's not a bad comparison um and then yeah you're sort of running around this world there's like all these different people you can talk to there's side quests um there's people you can recruit to your team as well i've only got three team members at the moment but i've seen in the trailer it looks like you can get quite a lot um and the game's played out over eight episodes so i think i've played the first two episodes and that took me couple of hours like three or four hours maybe um so and i think i've seen it like a like a how long to beat is like 10 to 15 hours so i'm like 
this seems pretty good. I might, I'm going to try and stick this one out because I feel like this is a game that I'll be remembering come the end of the year. Um, some pretty funny writing in it as well. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned it, like the end of the year is getting here very quickly. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm like, well. starting start to sweat. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the game, it's like the gameplay itself is like, yeah, first of all, you're walking around a world, you're talking to people, interacting with them, doing quests and progressing the story. You can buy like equipment and items and things like that. Um, you can also at various points, there's, there's just dodgeballs around you. So you can pick up and just carry a dodgeball around and at any moment you can use it to throw it like anything basically. So that, that sort of in a way reminds me of, um, again, it wasn't the first game to do it, but that gives me like golf story vibes. Like, Hey, absolutely. Sort of just like tee up yep. anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, just drop a ball and hit it. Yeah, it's great. It's like, all right, Um, crazy person. uh, But it also plays into like there's like chests around as well. And to open them, you have to throw a ball at them. If you go up and try and interact with them, it'll be like, hmm, maybe I need to throw something at a high velocity at this box (laughs) to open it. And it's like, that's hilarious. That's great. Yeah, it is. It's not quite like that, but it is that like weirdly specific of like get a dodgeball and come back. Um, And yeah, but then obviously there's, there's dodgeball to play as well. So the actual dodgeball mechanic, the dodgeball gameplay, it goes to like, you know, um, a little dodgeball court. And I would almost, I'd almost compare it gameplay wise to like a mildly like a casual, uh, like a, um, a fighting game. Cause you've got, and something like Marvel vs. Capcom, just when you've got like a party of people you can cycle through. So you have like, your team members and you can switch them out any moment and they have individual health bars as well. Uh, and then basically you go pick up a ball from the middle and you use a button to throw the ball. And if it hits them, then they lose a bit of health. Um, then as you get a go through the game, you start learning about um, uh, catching the ball. So you, when the ball's coming towards you, you can catch it and you don't take the damage. Um, some characters have, different things like one of the characters i've got's got a counter so instead of catching it she kicks it back at them so it and it does like i think a little bit more of a boosted damage because it's a counter as a throw ah. so yeah so there's like really interesting stuff like that going in and then you get into you get like like superpower moves and stuff like that, like ultimate moves and things like that that you've got that you can sort of you build up a meter and when that meter's full you can choose to like hit the right bumper or left bumper and um each character's got a different one of those as well with the individual meter that you're building up. Uh, and then, yeah, basically once a, a teammate goes down, they go out and there's different variations on that as well. So like one, sometimes it'll just be like you're playing one-on-one, but you can switch your character in and out. You can only have two, like one player from your team on the court at a time. Uh, and when you knock out the other person, that it's like game over, you won. Um, but then there's also knockout rules, I think they call it. So what happens there is say you're you're playing... You knock out one of the opponent's team members. They go on to your side of the court at the back. So basically they pincer you then. So it makes it a little bit more tougher. So just say there's three of them, you knock one of them out. That person goes and stands behind you and can throw balls at you that have gone past you. So if you're not picking them up and throwing them, um, they can pick them up and like attack you from behind, which makes it harder to counter or like catch or dodge dodge as well. Classic dodgeball. Yeah, so they sort of mix up the formula enough with those sort of things, um, and yeah, it's I, I, it's really really fun. Like at each like, I think the longest I've spent playing dodgeball, like a single match of dodgeball, before like going from like start to end, it's been like a minute or two. Like it's they're really quick quick paced. 
I don't know if that's going to change as it goes on as well, where it could get drawn out, whether you're getting into these like really heated. But again, it sort of lends into leans into that sort of almost fighting game feel, but without combos. But they are sort of still there because you've got to know when to dodge and know when to throw. Um, also, if you hold on to your ball, if a ball stays on your side of the court for too long, it starts to flash. And if it, after a certain period of time, it'll explode and deal damage to your team if you're near it or if you're holding it. So it encourages you to not just hoard balls on your side. <laughs> um, you also get a charge shot as well, so you can charge it up and they have different effects as well. So one of them might be like a like a fireball throw. One of them might be um, it'll disappear before it impacts, which I've had, I've encountered that an opponent's had that one where it'll it'll come towards you and then it'll blink out of existence and then come at you from a different direction like from like a an angle um so it really keeps you on your toes uh and one of the other characters as well i think i've got does like a like a spinning one so it, as it goes along the screen it'll spin around in circles so it has like a wider arc basically um but it's a bit slower it's easy to catch in some ways it's sort of um but yeah not I me, mean, not exactly, but it does sound a bit like um obviously the dodgeball version, but it reminds me of Windjammer, basically what based on what I just wrote. Yes, it. actually, that's very that's a that's a very good that's a game I've um, always needed to comparison play as, well. as well. I'm mm. hoping I think there's a Windjammer's two beta coming up. I might jump in on there that. There is, yeah. Um and yeah, there's like you can upgrade your characters and things like that as well. You can get different you can equip two pieces of like gear that have different effects as well. Um and yeah, it's it's really they listed here on their website. Engage in action-packed dodgeball matches featuring a unique fighting game style. So they obviously know what they're doing there. And like you've got like a giant health bar at the top, and like it's yeah, it's it's really fun. And again, it's going from like not what like this was not what I was expecting this game was to actually be going like watching a bit of a trailer and going oh interesting, and then playing it and going this is fucking great like it's so I, good i don't even remember where i first encountered it but like i i heard the name and i was like i obviously i i immediately made the connection to my hero and was just like if this is like a dodgeball anime sort of game i could be convinced i could be i could be sold on this it is like it it definitely has the like the like otto is very much like the protagonist in an anime where it's just like i'm gonna be the best ever and no one's gonna stop me like sounds it's like, sounds like an anime protagonist yeah 100 percent. uh but yeah but then sort of you look at it and you go oh it's got this kind of like kooky cartoon network style tv show vibe um and then it's like a fighting game when you're playing dodgeball it's it's really weird and it probably sounds like a mess when you like try and sit down and explain it to people but I, again, I encourage you to go watch the trailer. Even better yet, like it's on Game Pass. So, and I think it's on PC as well. Game Pass. Um, I, it is also on everything else. It's on Switch. It's on PlayStation. It's. Um, I feel like this would be a great Switch game. It does have like local and yeah, they have a local competitive versus as well. So you can like you know play catch co-op, like not co-op, but catch competitive and and um play some games of dodgeball with your friends as well. Nice. Which is pretty neat. Um, but I highly recommend checking this out. If any of the, what I've just said interests you and you've got Game Pass, like go it's, download now. It's really good. It's on my list. Like I'm definitely mm. something I want to at least like dip into. Um, and yeah, having it's, it on Game Pass is like, is great. It's going to make it super easy to do it at some point. I will, I will yep. definitely endeavor to get to it. It's a uh, it's a game that I want to get to uh, back to, and I want to finish it before the end of the year. I because I really feel like 
it's going to be one that I'll be considering for like top 10 stuff. It's just, it's really good and really just surprised me with everything that it had. And I was playing, when I first started playing it, Ash was on the couch next to me because it was like a Sunday afternoon and Griffin was having a nap. And every like 10 minutes I'd be like, I'd just like audibly say to Ash, I'm like, this game's really fucking good. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. Um, you know, which she probably would have hated, but <laughs> it's it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, definitely go check it out. Um, but speaking of games that are on Game Pass and that I'd want to try and finish before the end of the year, shall we move on to a game that we've spoken about, I think, a few times on the show before? It's a game that I backed on Kickstarter when it first got announced. Uh, and that is, of course, Boyfriend Dungeon from Kit Fox Games. Yeah, um, this one. This one we've been fo- like we've been obviously been following it for a while. There was that one PAX a few years back, back in the days mm-hmm. of going to PAX, where mm-hmm. it, there was like a playable build there. But I remember uh, remember watching you play, Kyron. I feel I think you'll find that was the last PAX we went to. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was 2019. Oh, it was at 2019 God. PAX. I'm pretty sure that oh, I played that geez. game. Oh no. Yep. yep. I'm just. I'm so, having a crisis here. It's okay. Yep, that was oh the last PAX God. that we were able to attend in it person. It feels like so much longer ago. Yep, sure does. Anyway, anyway. yes, Boyfriend Dungeon. Let's move this on so I don't have a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, if you've not heard of Boyfriend Dungeon, it is a uh, part visual novel, part dungeon crawling uh, action. Not just any visual game. novel. <laughs> no. Dating sim. No. Dating sim, sorry. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for, but I went with visual novel for some reason. I mean, they are one and the same, but I do think dating sim gives you a better idea of what sort of visual novel you're getting yourself into. I think I think dating sims have a little bit more game in them, usually, for the it's, most part. I think it sort of depends on the dating sim. Like, there are some... Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some that but, maybe um, are really weird. <laughs> Slightly psychological. Yeah. Mm. God damn it. Never forget. Just Monica. Anyway. uh, Yeah. So, and and basically the the setup for this is if you, I mean, the title doesn't really give it away, but the subtitle to it, which is uh, Boyfriend Dungeon, Date Your Weapons, I think is the the subtitle for this game. Something like that. It's, and that's basically it. So your, your romantic interests in this game are the weapons that you use when you go dungeon crawling in this this world and before you start as well but before you um before you ask it is not like a like a fantasy like dungeon crawler game this is set in like a city called uh, a verona beach i think it's called yeah, i think it is verona beach yep. and yeah like you go into the the mall and just kill mm-hmm. monsters and it's just like a widely accepted thing but it's like oh, yep. all right. yeah exactly at the start it's just like if yeah, people turn into weapons uh, there's a dungeon you can go and like apparently it's like based around like your fears i don't know and you're, everyone's you're, like, you're cool. a wielder which is why you can use them but you can't change into a weapon yourself yeah, yes it's just like this is just how this world is you go into yeah. a dungeon you kill monsters you make a few bucks <laughs> and it's all through it's all throughout like some of the conversations i've had with with people like talking about like pop culture stuff within the world it's all littered through that as well like movies music tv shows are all like have that it is just a thing that happens and um yeah so you're like the the player character whatever you decide to name them is uh moved to verona beach 
And uh, I gotta Never. say, they give you like they obviously let you pick from. Um, uh, you get to pick your pronouns as well, which is really neat. Yes, this this game absolutely. goes out of its way to, I guess, welcome a diverse player group in, like because you obviously you can pick your pronouns at the start, like when you first start the game, it you you get messages from a character called Mum, and obviously you know not everyone wants that sometimes people have bad relationships with their mums mums are passed away mm-hmm. so they yep. basically give you the option to sort of turn that off which is again very cool and there is another thing they flag you with at the start that's sort of been blowing up in the last couple of days but maybe to mm. a point where it's like this is a little bit much but okay um, yeah they give you warnings of like there's a character in the game that basically this there's, there's elements of stalking and like you know emotional manipulation manipulation and yeah and it's like look this is going to be in the game just letting you know like yeah and that's been obviously taken and run with for maybe the wrong crowd but it is it is cool that it's there sort of letting you know before you get into the game it's like hey here's a lot of stuff to sort of hopefully just make the game more palatable to to its diverse player player group play audience yeah yeah absolutely um the the mum stuff is like completely optional. Like, it, it, if you toggle that off, it wouldn't take away anything from the game. No, honestly, I I kind of wish I'd done it because like sometimes we'll get into the game more soon. Sometimes one of the things that mm. I don't like is like, all right, well I'm just gonna press start, let all these messages come through, like the plus button, and I'll come back in a few minutes, and I should be able to read through each of them and just respond yeah. one by one. Not not unlike uh, how sometimes I deal with actual text messages in real life. Where well, I'm just like, yeah, I'll come back to this. <laughs> um. Yeah, I like the text messages from Mum. There's some really fun ones in there um, that I really enjoyed. But um, yeah, so the, the whole idea is you've moved to this town. Um, you're staying in like your cousin's old place that he's moved out now and with his like partner. And yeah, it's a whole thing. You're staying in a place. He's setting you up. He's also trying to hook you up on a date because you've never really been on a date before. Not just one date, so many dates. <laughs> Yeah, so all, many all dates. The dates. He is he is pimping you out. He is. Like, he it's really just, is. <laughs> just uh, just giving out your number to anyone and everyone. Um, and so yeah, when you go through and you know, talk to these characters, make connections with them, and then you can once you've made connections with them, if they are if they are a weapon, you can go into the dungeon and use that weapon. And all the weapons are all different and varied. Um, it's like an isometric top-down isometric view for the dungeon crawling. And do you want to talk about the dungeon crawling stuff now? I mean, I guess this is as good as good a time as any, right? Um, yeah. I have to say, so the dungeon crawling, like, it, it, it's pretty... And I, again, I know it's like dating sim plus dungeon crawling, so it's not yeah. the entire focus of the game, so I get it. Uh, but it does kind of feel a bit bare, I guess is the best way to put it. Like, it's very minimalistic... Um, and look, maybe this is also turning into a sticking point for me because, uh, just this week I was just like, I'm, I'll just, I'll just buy Hades again. It's on, it's on PlayStation now. I'll buy Hades and I'll play Hades again. I'm just like, holy shit. That game is still perfect. And yeah. it's, it's sort of tough to go again. Not entire. It's not boyfriend dungeons fault at all. This is all, this is me projecting on how much I'm enjoying Hades into it. And then taking that to boyfriend dungeon, being like, "Why aren't you like that?" When I'm also fully aware, it's like, "Well, the dungeoning is just one part of this game." Yeah, but I do. I I do want to say, despite harping on that, I do like how the weapons do keep things a bit more varied. And as you rank up the weapons, you do get access to like abilities and stuff to sort of mix things up a bit. I did get a cool weapon that I 
I'm really taking a shine to. So, like, it's not all bleak and complaints, but yeah, I do think I, I'm kind of struggling to get through the dungeon side of things. See, I beat a dungeon last night, the night before. Completely, or? Yes. Yeah, so, so there is I'm, more than one. Because I'm down, like, I think I got through, I beat two bosses, which mm-hmm. were both the same model but it's fine <laughs> yeah um yeah. and i think i got to the third boss in that dungeon but i got yeah. wiped out by it it's cool though because like you you can once you beat a boss you can start from yeah. that floor and go onwards as well so yes. you've got like checkpoints basically you can work towards and if you if you level up your character like if you level up your weapons like if you go and spend time with them and talk with them and level up those relationships They'll you'll go back in and you'll just rinse them. It's yeah, yeah. So I I've been sort of like trying to keep all my all my weapons just like leveling them up relatively evenly, um, but I just sort of prioritize the ones that I really like, um, which I've got two and a third that I've just found. Um, it's one. I think there might be more than one of them, but there's there's a as uh, a non-binary character, and I really like them. Um, they're which one, really cool. Which one's the non-binary one? Uh, Sawyer, I think is their name. Okay, I don't think I met Sawyer yet. Mm, yeah, I think um, Sawyer might be the one I'm missing. I think I may have met everyone else. Maybe I've got Apparently. yeah. So and I've just got. I can just go and I, I think I can start the process of going to to use the cat as well. Brilliant. So because there is also <laughs> a cat. It's brilliant. It, it, because that's the other cool thing about this game as well. Like in terms of like, it, it's not just like a full on. It's very horny. Don't get me wrong. It is, it is a it very is, horny game. It is thirst, like mm-hmm. just the game, and yeah. But at the same time, like it's very clear about being that. So like, I can't Absolutely. begrudge it. It's like this is it's literally called Boyfriend Dungeon. I don't know what you thought you were going to get. And but on the flip side as well, it's it's also like. They do emphasize the fact that it's like, if you just want to be like really good oh. platonic friends as well, which is what the relationship with the cat is as well. So you're not like trying I'm to a- fuck the cat. Let's I mean, just put obviously. it that way. Like, let's just put that out there. Not trying to fuck the cat. I mean, there's, but, already, there's already one character where I'm like, whoa, whoa, we are just friends and you're lucky yes. for that. <laughs> yeah, or, mm, I mean, it's like, yeah. it, not even that character, it's another character, but it's like, oh, right. It's like, oh, we're, yeah, we're, no, I know what you're talking about. only friends, dude. You need to ease up. <laughs> That character's got some shady shit, I think. I think too. so too. Like, like, like some some weird shit I just, yeah, that I, they're alluding I, to, and I, I was like, hmm. "Don't know, man." Um, I'm coming around to him. I I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna like fully romance him, but like as much as he really wants me to. Oh my! But God. he's also respectful. <laughs> he's also respectful when I he's, turn him down. He's, he's fine. pretty respectful. I will pay him yeah. that. He's just like that's cool. All right, let's let's go to the dungeon sometime. Like, yeah, all right, yeah, let's on. dunge. <laughs> yeah, let's go. D- let's dunge. I love it. I, I do like that so much. Like some of these conversations. If you really, maybe maybe the dating sim side, like I, they kind of give you dialogue options <laughs> that mm. can play with that. Where instead of picking like a romantic option, so I've seen so many prompts where it's just like swords. Can you tangible sword? Give <laughs> yeah. me a weapon. Yeah. It's just like okay, I guess you're not. Yeah, you just hear from me as a weapon. All right. <laughs> Like, all um, right, cool. There's, I, I didn't actually do this with in my playthrough, but I watched someone else do it. There's a, that character, the, the very, very persistent character, the good persistent character, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Of the two, I would um, say, yeah. He's the one where I'm like, I, 
I can stand you sometimes. The other one is yeah. just like, I actively, actively hate you. Please stop yeah. talking to me. Yeah. So he's, um, he's like, he messages you and is just like, oh, I'm feeling extra sharp today. Oh my God. So dot, 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 dot. Um, and you can send like, you can ask like, it's like, oh, I think one of the prompts you can send back is Pixar. It didn't happen. And he sends you a sword pick, which is just him in sword form. Like just <laughs> like on a, it's on a sheet. It's just like the sword. It's just like, see, that's, that's, sends that's you a an sword easy pick. comedy, that's but funny. That, that works so well. It's, it, it does like it's, it writes itself. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, really, really fun. Um, I'm I'm enjoying it. I really, I don't mind the dungeon crawling. It is very simple, um, but yeah, like you said, when you get those, when you start leveling up, leveling them up, you you not only get more abilities, but you can choose between two, and you can switch them up at pretty much any time by going to a certain location. So you can you're not locked into a specific um, build, I guess, if you want to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one thing I'm I'm struggling with is like giving gifts because yeah. once you've given one of the gifts that's it and if it's not the right gift i was like ah fuck like i, I guess i went to give someone a gift now like i do not want this you can have it back i'm like okay and now i'm too scared to give anyone gifts yeah i've given a few people gifts and they're just like oh this is pretty cool <laughs> thanks, thanks i guess thanks. but then i've had a couple where i'm like nailed it i'm like i know what you like now soya's soya's is pretty easy i guess you're just gonna pay it's it's that 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 dating sim feel of like paying attention to what they're actually saying and, and, and picking up on those, I guess, not so subtle hints that they're giving you sometimes. Um, but even then there's some things that's just like, well, this is clearly what you want. And then it's like, what it's very similar to another item. And it's, yeah, it's a whole thing. I'd have um, to say like, it's again, it's not, it's not a sticking point, but I find I just find it funny because of just, I'm the way I am. A lot of these gifts, you like craft them yourself, which you do at your workbench, which is usually mm-hmm. like, you know, you pick up components like plastic and all this sort of stuff. And just Sugar, something, yeah. something tickles me about watching my character craft a cupcake with like wood and hammer and nails. I'm like, what are you, Yeah, what are you doing? Or just like miraculously produce a bottle of vodka. Yeah. From like There's <laughs> glass nothing, and material. And you're like, nothing in this recipe creates the vodka. You just like making sure. the glass and then buying vodka and putting it in like just what? I don't I don't get it. But like again, I guess it's 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 just a bit like you don't have to yeah, just don't, that's just my don't think too, don't <laughs> think too brain. hard about it. But yeah, it is very funny to think about that. You're just like okay. I mean sure. no wonder they didn't like that gift. It was a wooden yeah, cupcake. Exactly. What do you think they were gonna yeah. do with it? You just melted some plastic with like yeah. a, a hairdryer. And no one's you, impressed. Yeah. It's like, this is bad for everyone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am I am interested to see where things go, even though I kind of have a feeling I know where things could go. I think it's very clear when you meet the character who the antagonist yeah. is, but I have heard from a few people that apparently a couple of the characters, like the individual, you know, people who aren't that guy, like the other characters have interesting stories that play mm-hmm. through as you, um, yep. as you go through the game. So that's kind of neat. I'm up to like level four with, have you met seven? I just found seven the other night. Yeah. So seven's one of my, one of my favorites at the moment. He's pretty cool. Um, and then yeah, Sawyer, and uh, it's not Verona. What's her name? Oh, the dagger. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember. She's her name, cool too. She's, she was like my number one, but I met, I don't, I don't remember the character's name. The one who turns into a scythe. I was just like, all right, I like a good scythe. And like the special um, ability is like a little black hole thingy that sucks enemies in together. I'm like, okay, you can be. I haven't actually, use. I haven't met them yet. Oh, but really? Yeah, which is interesting. Um, I think that's Rowan, right? Yes, I think that's, yeah, Rowan. Do you know that Rowan's the one who was designed by the creator of How to Fall Boyfriend? Oh my God, really? The, the artist from How to Fall Boyfriend. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. That was a whole, that was one of the stretch goals. It was like a, if they got to this certain tier that, yeah. That's the, um the the one of the artists on um Huddleful Boyfriend or the artist for Huddleful Boyfriend would design a character and that's Rowan. Brilliant. Um so yeah, it's I, I don't know. I really, really like this game. Um I'm I'm really, really enjoying the stuff that it's bringing to the table. There is like gonna be post launch content for it as well because um because I backed it on Kickstarter that I've been getting the updates for it. Which is funny. Like I got an email early last week um, that was like, hey, here's a code. And I was like, wait, what? Like, here's a code just so you're ready for when the game's going to be out. And I was like, what? I What? Okay, sure. Uh, and then two days later, it made a whole lot of sense when uh, we'll I talk about I remember seeing them at... Um, announcing like a, a, a special like boyfriend dungeon stream i'm like i wonder <laughs> if yeah this game's coming out real soon and shadow drop one of many shadow drops on a very expensive day of last week yeah 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 and we'll talk about all that later will, on the absolutely. show um but yeah for I now wanna, i'm i want to take this chance yeah. before we move on to say that yeah there's been a, this game has been in the news i've sadly i think for a lot of the wrong reasons for the last couple of days which sucks mm-hmm. yeah. um the character that I'm speaking of that I hate, and I mean, anyone would probably hate when they played this game. I think a lot of people are going about it the wrong way. Like, I think the voice actor was tweeting today that they've just been getting a bunch of just hate messages, and that's just like, come on. Come on now. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. They're just an actor performing a role. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> Chill it's, out. Yeah. It's, it's rough, like, and that's sort of combined with like this call that they they want, they want Kit Fox to do more with this this content that they already have the the warning for, which they Kit Fox has said they're going to um, revise that and be a bit clearer about it. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's tough because I feel like not not that I know it must be very uncomfortable to deal with that sort of content in this video game for some people, but I really feel like Kit Fox is done a good like tried their best to go out of the way to be clear about it like maybe it should be on the store page sure that way because i mean it is yeah. rough that it's like you buy the game and then you see the warning mm-hmm. i don't know but like i don't yeah. know i feel like kid fox have done a very good job of trying to be accommodating so well that's the thing that's one of the, that their main objectives with this game was they wanted to make a like a dating sim that was as inclusive as possible yeah so and i guess too like because normally when you think of dating sim it's all like flowers and love and happy and there's like the 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 conflicts that arise aren't necessarily really too challenging i guess so i guess they wanted to tell like a more and i'm not trying to say that this is like the way it should be but like more realistic story in some ways 
yeah there are people who who deal with this kind of person this these exactly. people this person is a person that exists not just a character in a video game which i and guess is why it's hard for some people but um absolutely and it's not to ex- and, and i'm not gonna try and sit here and downplay that and oh, say no. anything like that whatsoever but you know i i think maybe they wanted to try and tap into those things to tell uh uh meaningful story in a yeah, way no absolutely like I'll, I'll reserve my full judgment on that until i've yes hit credits I mean, on it me anyway too. But I, I just thought it was worth bringing up because i felt bad seeing this game sort of it's been in the headlines a lot of the last couple of days for the wrong reasons where mm. i really feel like kit fox have gone out of their way to yeah try to be as inclusive as they can um and yeah the game is fun yeah i mean even if, even if the dungeon is like at some points not for me i can still respect that the the writing is very good i'm enjoying a lot of the characters i hear a lot of their stories are good and interesting and it's just that one character who i hate but i'm actually kind of relieved to know now that it's like well it's probably good but i hate him there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason you hate it because like we the, were saying the point <laughs> when we started playing it we were messaging just being like fuck this, this guy this like dick I don't and then like seeing him. all this it's like oh he's supposed to yeah. be right yeah um but yeah I, I i'm i wouldn't mind maybe circling back to this once we've both had a chance to sort of hit credits on it and I and will see what everything endeavor to do but, my best. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I it's, it's, I it's important to note too. I double dipped on this because, like I said, I had a code for this on PC. Um, but then I was like, I really would like to play this on Switch, and I feel like I made the right choice there. Um, but yeah, I think one of the things about the before we move on as well, one of the things about the the combat that could have been fixed is by making it more a little bit more dual stick having that right stick to be able to aim and then using the um the shoulder buttons for attacks. Yeah. I don't think there's, there's there's too many buttons to do that. Like you can still keep the dodge on B and I just feel like I find myself like I very rarely use the zines, like the essentially the magic, because like often it feels a bit awkward to sort of remember to hit the Z yard button and then aim with the right stick. It's just like and I had to trial and error to be like, okay, do I have to hold or if I like press it and then do the stick, will it aim? But yeah, no, you've got to hold the button the entire time and then aim the right stick and then let go to shoot it. And like, so often I'm just like doing it as I'm running away and I just miss and I just, yeah, I just never use the as a result. I've got ones now that are AOE ones. That, See, that basically sounds way better. It's much better. It's like puts enemies to sleep as well. So oh, yeah, I got, I got that one, but I haven't tried it out yet. It's, Good. Seriously, switch up the zines, and okay. it, I've started using them a lot more now. Um, the, the original one they give you, yeah, the fireball one, is like uh, for the exact same reasons that you said. But um, but yeah. Anyway, it's great. Uh, it's really really good, and it's also on Game Pass as well. So it if you have Game, Game Pass, Pass, you can get it on there as well. Um, cool. All right, on to the last thing we've been playing, uh, which is not like a completely fully released game yet. Uh, we both dipped into the Back for Blood open beta over the weekend. Um, that is, of course, uh, Turtle Rock Studios. Uh, totally not yeah, definitely. S- sequel to Left for Dead, but absolutely is definitely, 100% Left for Dead. Definitely not Left for Dead. No, no. Nah, nah, don't you insinuate nah, that a game nah. called Back for Blood is yeah. anything like Left for Dead. Don't. Oh, we were just being cute. Like, it's yeah, fine. No, uh, no yeah. come on. No, so, no, no, you know what you're doing. Oh, what's that? Uh, you, uh, like pretty much our whole UI design is very much. Yep. Oh, and yep. it's what's yep. that? It's a four-player co-op game against the hordes of the undead. Ah, mm. that's interesting. That sounds just like another game called that's like 
left left four something. I can't remember. I, wait, wait, wait a minute, Terra Rock Point. Didn't you? Didn't you guys make that? Didn't you guys make that game? You did that, didn't you? Um, look, okay, look. Uh, all that aside, I feel like it is. It's it's more than that. I think that they've the things that they've done to it to, to sort of modernize it and make it feel a bit more. I don't know, up to scratch with, because like we we went back it was like a year or two ago and played yeah. some Left 4 Dead two. Yes, and it's still fun, but it it is aged like it's an old game like <laughs> you can feel <laughs> yeah. the you can feel that um so this sort of feels a little bit more modern first person shootery in a way um and also adds some other things to the mix as well which are kind of interesting but what just general impressions first what did you think about back for blood current it's uh, open beta anyway yeah exactly i mean it's a beta so it's obviously Everything that we experienced is subject to any sort of change. Who knows? Uh, but I thought it was fun. Like, it definitely... It didn't... Like, obviously, having the background with playing Left 4 Dead in the past, like, it did make starting a mission of this is like, cool, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know what I, my goal is to get from here to a safe room, kill zombies mm-hmm. on the way, occasionally do optional objectives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. Like, there's just... It's just fun to jump into a game with some friends get some guns and just mow down the undead. There's just something yep. satisfying about it. That's why it works. Um, I think too, like, so the, the, cause I really enjoyed it as well. I played it a, a couple of nights over, uh, with some, with different people. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed the fact that it's, it has that left for dead sentiment and that, that DNA in there. But like you were saying about doing like the side objectives, they, it's not, Left 4 Dead's ones were always very similar, just in different settings. And I feel like this one has... It's kind of like that, but I don't know. They're varied enough that it didn't feel like it was. I was doing the same thing over and over again. Well, I mean, it's just got... It's got the benefits of just, like, years and years of other games taking taking the idea of Left 4 Dead and tweaking it, right? Mm-hmm. And even taking yeah. the idea of zombie games and tweaking it as well. So, like, mm-hmm. they can build off of all of that. Um, they obviously have whatever they learned from Evolve, which I, I really don't know how much it was, but I guess they'd learn what not to do with a game. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Um, so we played through, you and I both played through the first four parts of act one. I don't know how it's all broken up. Um, but basically in the beta, there was like eight, eight parts you could do. And depending on the part and how long it took you to get through them, there's like a, a good few hours of content there. Well, to, we, to... we we played those through those first four parts probably in a good two hours, which I think is mm. that's pretty good. That's a good evening of just like killing zombies. Yeah, and when I played with with some other people, um, I played on I played on stream with our good friend Liam on his stream on Saturday night because he decided to stream it, and so I jumped in with him and um and our friend Ben as well, and uh, we played through those first four plus like I think. The next three, I, when I looked at it, we got almost through the whole of what the beta had to offer in terms of the campaign. Um, and yeah, I, I I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed it. I think it was really fun. Um, the biggest change, I guess, that the the biggest addition to the game, I think, is is probably the best way of putting it. Um, is this has that like a card system? So basically, the way that works is you get a whole bunch of different cards that you can get through different means you can sort of craft them on like these i guess what 
what Back for Blood's version of a battle pass is, where you can sort of... It's like a battle pass mixed with like a skill tree, almost, in a way. Because yeah. once you do the first one, then it opens up with like three extra ones that are sort of focused in on specific different things. Uh, and you get like cosmetics and stuff through those as well. But you also get cards that you can add to your, your deck. Uh, and the way that those cards work are that you have like a starting card that will be like the one that you start every run with. Um, so for instance, my character that I had started with, um, her bash, which is like your, like your non-melee weapon melee, turned that into a melee weapon attack because she had a knife. So I think it was called like basic combat or something like that. And so I, instead of being a, um, like a push away, it was a, it was a kill. Basically I could, if enemies got close to me, I could like hack at them all. Um, which is handy. Very, very handy. Uh, and then as you go through, as you start each new like part of of the campaign, you get to draw a card each time, and that gets added to your character. So they're basically your like abilities and skills and things that you're picking up, or like stat boosts and things like that um, along the way. Which at first, when I heard about that, I was like, oh, I don't know if that's going to be that's going to be too distracting. Um, and after like sort of experiencing it and playing around with it. I don't think that's a, that that's the case at all. I actually really like it. I mean, I think ki- they're, they're smart to sort of like the cards only really show up either obviously at the very start and then in mm-hmm. the safe rooms. Like apart from that, like you've just, all you have to worry about is playing the game. You can pick up random drops throughout yeah. as well. Like through, through like if there's like an area that's got like stuff. But like to, really, to if, if you pick a card up like that, you sort of just look at it and go, oh, okay, that's what it does. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like it, it pulls you out of a game at all, which I think is a good way to do it. Means mm-hmm. you can keep focused on the zombie killing in those segments and then worry about any card stuff when you get to the safe room, you know, before the next yeah. part starts. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then like looking at some of the cards that come later on, like the higher level cards, because basically the way it works is I think you can, you can equip, you, you can equip a deck uh, for your for your character for that run, uh, and that deck can have a I think a maximum of fifteen cards. So the beta I didn't get enough to sort of fully stack out my deck. I just chucked everything in there. But I I could see the more you play it and the more you start unlocking more of the cards and things and working towards different cards that you want, being able to sort of build decks that are just very specific for specific situations or or for a, a team role that needs to be filled in in your team. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Yeah, uh, really enjoyed this. I think the other again, this isn't a this isn't a big change in a like in a in a way like the cards are, but I think just the extra attention being paid to the weapons and the attachments mm. and all that sort of stuff definitely yep. it gives you a reason when you see a gun on the ground to be like, oh, have a look at it, like to add in a little bit of like a loot flavor to it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do like that as well. Because as as much as in Left 4 Dead, it was great. It's like okay, there's a an assault rifle. It's like, well, I know exactly what that does and I prefer this weapon. Whereas yep. now it's just like, okay, well, let's just have a look and see if it does a bit more damage or, you know, gives anything else like your your accuracy, your movement speed, all that sort of stuff. I do think that's a smart addition as well. Yep. Making the weapons feel a bit more unique to when you pick them up and, you know, chuck on attachments and stuff. Yeah, the attachments in particular as well. Like being able to put like a... It's not practical, but being able to put a giant scope on a on a automatic shotgun, like you can do that. Like that's a thing you can do. Um, whether or not that's gonna work, but it, that's it up will, to you. It will be funny. It will be very funny, and it is very funny because uh, there's like a 
you have like a like a base of operations. It's sort of like a hub that you can sort of launch missions from. But there's also a very like half of it is taken up by a um like a, a shooting range basically with all the weapons in the game and all the attachments, so you can like fuck around with them all, uh, which is really great. It, it is good just to run out. That's the first thing you do. You run out. You're like, oh, there's all these is, guns here. Let's it's have cool a look. As well, that if if you're in a multiplayer game, like you, your hub is sort of like where you all are. So. Mm-hmm. We'll get to run into the firing range together as well and kill each other if you want. Absolutely, you can. Um, that's another change that, that from from Left 4 Dead as well. That's a welcome change for people like me who are a little bit trigger happy. Um, <laughs> is that uh, there's like difficulty settings for like your run. So uh, basically, the the first difficulty setting, which is like called Survivor, um, there's no friendly fire, so you can't kill each other if people get in the way it'll still like indicate you i think that you're being shot at i think the characters still have dialogue as well which is and that as well yeah uh but it you don't lose any health which is really handy and then as you go up in the difficulty tiers it increases the amount of friendly fire that you can take which is uh which i feel is a, a good way to do because that is what the, the main difficulty with left for dead is like yeah not shooting your friends. Just like you, you, you and your three friends are firing into this horde of zombies, but like it's so easy to just like clip other players, and it can be mm-hmm. quite frustrating. Although speaking of things that are frustrating but kind of funny, I do appreciate that if you are like ever so slightly too close to an edge, oh you're going oh, over, yeah. you're getting mm-hmm. over, and your friend better help you up. That's one yep. of my favorite things from Left 4 Dead. As much as I also hate it when it happens to me, happened to me so many fucking times. Um, Not only that, Joel, you managed to do to start off this game's equivalent of Witch, so that was good. That, yeah, that stayed alive. Yeah. That was one of my favorite carryovers from Left 4 Dead. Fucking stupid thing. Um, I don't know if there's going to be like... Because there are also like special infected in this, or what are they called? The Ridden. <laughs> Ridden, that's it. Yeah. Don't ask me why I remembered that, because I'll probably forget it right now, but I had it. I must have had it locked and loaded for when that precise moment happened. I don't know why... I don't know why when making like zombie games, people have to try and think of new names for zombies. Cause like, I, mean, I guess it tries to just tailor it. Like they're in their, in their world. Like I think it's also a bit goofy just calling them zombies, which I kind of appreciate. I, but that well, does I like make the me term appreciate it- games when they just call them zombies. Like there's yeah. zombies. I'm like, all right, the sure. T- the term infected is better. I think like infected is I, like, I don't a hate broad sense. I don't hate, the one like the walking dead calling them walkers like i don't hate walkers that. walkers is good freakers in days gone yeah that's fine yeah. I mean, when they're not really, those aren't really i guess they in the in the just the broader sense they are zombies i guess technically <laughs> they're they're a horde of like mindless enemies yeah it's the general collective term for a, a horde of mindless enemies <laughs> is, a, is a zombie of enemies um but yeah, I, I, I'm very interested in maybe maybe picking this up or playing it down the track. I actually feel like I want to get it on PC because I that was the other thing that was interesting as well. That I I played this mostly on PC, actually exclusively on PC, um, and it ran well enough, and I really enjoyed that. But when I played with you, and also when I played with Ben the other night as well, you both were playing on PS5s, uh, and the crossplay was so seamless and so easy to set up basically when you start when you sign in the for the first time it'll prompt you to make a username and then if you say like kyron wants to play kyron i want to squad up and go kill some zombies um i just say hey 
my username in Back for Blood is Jolly Mac. He searches for that and goes, oh, cool, there's, they're playing on PC. Yep, cool. And I'll send a friend request or he'll send a friend request. And then within seconds, you were in my game. Man, it turns out crossplay was easy all along. All mm. we had to do was let it happen. Yeah, flip that switch. Uh, and even like the in-game chat was good as well. Like using that didn't hurt that no, much. No, it wasn't. To be yeah, it wasn't painful. No. Yeah. Um, apart from me having a little bit of lag in terms of like loading screens in between acts, but like, and just me disappearing from the chat, but. And I was uh, obviously had, I had, think I, it was just purely the power of the SSD and the PS5 that got me in there quicker. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And I was like, where's Joel? What's happening? Is the game disconnecting us? No, there he is. Okay, we're fine. Everything's fine. We're all good. Um, it, was, it was little the equivalent of me like trying to run up a hill <laughs> and you were at the top and just be like, oh, it's Joel. And I'm just like, <sighs> oh, I'm here. It's, yeah, it's you right. run, I'm you okay. running up a hill, but I like, I drove up or caught a cab. I'm like, yeah, hey, man. <laughs> And it's not a steep hill. Like, no. it's like it's not enough for me to, like, want to, like, pass out when I'm at the top. Like, I'm competent enough that I can sort of, like, casually jog up the top. But when I get to the top, I'm going to need a second. Like, yeah. going like, to need just a yeah. little bit of a sip. The discrepancy was never big. It was only ever a couple yeah. of seconds. But it sometimes will be enough to be like, I can't hear Joel. Are we, are we good? Okay, we're good. Or, like, I'll forget and, like, I'll be halfway through a sentence and I'll be like, yeah, so anyway, I was... And then I was back over here. And, and, I, and yeah. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? You just dropped, you cut out. You cut out the pivotal point of the story you were just telling. And Can you yeah. repeat the part where you said the things about the stuff? Absolutely that. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on this one for more, for more reasons other than the fact that it's in my fantasy league. But at some, after going hands-on with it, I, I feel pretty good that this will be a game just to have. And then, like, you know, on those random weekends where I'm like, I really feel like something. I really feel like, just feel like shooting something. And I'll just be like, hey, Karen, you want to go shoot some zombies? And you're like, yeah, man, let's do it. So we'll just jump in and play. I will only respond if you say ridden. <laughs> Re- oh, okay. All right. If I get a message from Joel saying, hey, Karen, do you want to come shoot some zombies? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? How do you feel about Zambos? Fine. Okay. I'll, I have to, bl- as a blanket ground. statement, I have to accept Zambos. Yeah, middle ground. Um, uh, technically, uh, would just- the different special infectors in it as well are very similar, like same thing but different to. Um, it has Left like Dead. big, like um, like black and gold energy stuff. Like not in the sense that it's like it feels cheap, but you're like, I know what this is, but oh I'm yeah, not. it's like called something slightly different. <laughs> but there, there are, I, I mean, I think there are more than what they've shown off in this, and even well, there's I mean, like a part they've got the, yeah. the the giant ones. So that that alone is just like, like oh god, odor or something like that. But yeah, yeah. like and the fact that. They have, they all have weak points and the giant red glowing spots on them. Shoot here. I, that's that's some strong Resident Evil energy and I'm here for it. Hundred percent. And, and I I'm like, all right, cool. You know, that's what you want. Because that's nothing worse in the middle of like a horde of of enemies that are coming towards you and you're like trying to kill this giant infected thing that's running towards you. Um, being just being like, nah, just shoot this bit. Yeah, shoot take right more here. damage there. Yeah. It's like, thanks, game. In case of emergency, shoot here. Absolutely that. Uh yeah, so I'm I'm pretty pretty interested in this. I'm keeping an eye. Yeah, the demo was fun. The beta was fun. Um, and like I'm not surprised when I say that. Like I said before, there's just some something about the Left 4 Dead formula is great, and I'm always happy to 
if a new game tries it, like, heck, I'm going to download and try that stupid, that probably stupid Aliens game next week because... Yeah, I'll play that game. I'll team up with some friends and shoot Xenomorphs. Why not? Yeah. Screw it. But it's, it's. I mean, what? why not? What, what better people to, to, to try and revitalize Left 4 Dead than the people who, you know, made Left 4 Dead? Yeah. So, I, I also hope it's like a, it's a bit of a redemption act for them because I know that Evolve was sort of a disaster from the start and it seems like it never really got off the ground. So yeah. I would like them to find their like to find their name again and you know make a great game and so far Back for Blood is giving me the vibes that it could be pretty fun, pretty damn fun. And it it feels like it has some, you know, because they swung for the fence with Evolve, whereas this one they're like, oh, I, I was saying to you as well, it feels more like runs feel more like a like a roguelike in a way, like, like a some, co-op the ca- roguelike. The cards and the guns like definitely do lend to it the fact that each each run can feel a bit different and that, that does help mm-hmm. keep it fresh as well which is good yeah because like i played the same but like four not, missions with you as i did the other one as not other in a as well. agonizingly painful way like payday 2 does no and it's straightforward as well like it makes sense whereas payday 2 is like Boy, love doing what? that diamond heist 20 times what? to make any progress yeah, <laughs> yeah. nope um, and the checkpointing as well, being able to, to pick up at certain points, like from each safe house, basically, you can sort of jump back in from there. Yeah. Uh, and that saves as well, I think. You can have like different characters for different runs. I don't know. Because I started both the games, so I don't know if I've wiped over my other character. Anyway, doesn't matter. It's not relevant. It's a beta. It doesn't matter. It's, well, it's a beta matter. and yeah. It's right. um, but yeah, the point is, if you've been hankering for Left 4 Dead, this is... Probably going to scratch that itch. Easily. Um, Comfortably. Look forward to it later on this year. But with another quest log in the bag, I think it's time we move in to the bonus round. Bonus round. The bonus round is sort of where we talk about things in depth, whether it be questions from you guys or games that we've come up with or if it's a particularly quiet week and we just want to focus in on one particular topic which that's what this week's case is uh this is where we do it uh in the bonus round um last week it got announced that there was going to be an indie world nintendo indie world presentation lasting about 20 minutes um and yeah we got that we've watched it and i tell you what kyron as someone who fucking loves indie games, this was a damn good presentation. I'm tempted to say it's the best, but I, at this point, I feel like I'm saying that each indie world, I feel like they're getting mm-hmm. better yeah. and better at this. Yep, um, absolutely. Although maybe that's just because the games that are currently being made keep looking better and better. A hundred percent. Or also some of the games that you've had an eye on for a while just happen to just, be out that day. Just appear. And it's dangerous like i when oh, i opened yeah. when i because i actually didn't get a chance to, i half forgot i was gonna stop and watch it and then passed out just from yeah. exhaustion and then woke up the next morning and was just like all right let's have a look at the eShop. oh what oh yeah Dear the God. indie world oh yeah. no uh so considering it's been a, a bit of a quiet week um we thought we'd have some fun and just sort of talk about all the games because again most of them are games that we're somewhat interested in or looked interesting enough to talk about um, so yeah, let's go through. We've got a list here. I don't think this is particularly in order as oh, such. I, I but don't really remember, honestly. Yeah, I don't either. But 
you know, whatever. We're gonna do we're gonna use this list here on NintendoLife.com. So uh starting off with Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Um this is basically a spiritual sequel to Jet Set Radio. Uh a game I never played but always had an interest in checking out, but you know, never had a Dreamcast or anything like that. Um but yeah, very, very similar. Like you're going around the open world, the heavy base a heavy focus on like graffiti and rollerblading and, and things like that to and explore music. the world. And music as well. Um yeah, this looks great. I again I I know a lot of people who uh, I don't know there's been some people that I know that are into Jet Set Radio and saw this and were just like, fuck yes, this is what I want. It's funny because um, I feel like there was another game that was touting itself as a Jet Set Radio like successor, yeah. but it, it kind of fell flat. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. this one doesn't. The The trailer looks promising. So I have higher hopes for this particular one, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm also, it just, I'm it also, just looks like Jet Set Radio. Like it, I'm also without the nostalgia for Jet Set Radio, but I can still mm. appreciate this game does look cool as hell and like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, probably not much to talk about there because we're not very versed in uh, in Jet Set Radio. No, but I'm curious. I'm definitely curious but, about this game. It comes out next year, 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be definitely also, It's also a timed console exclusive. Yes, which was a common theme with yeah. a lot of these games. <laughs> I guess you got to... Get the exclusives you can, and I guess the Switch can run indie games, so... Yes. Uh, cool. Moving on. Axiom Verge oh, this 2. Is, this is dangerous. This is going to be very dangerous, because I haven't purchased this yet. But mm-hmm. I'm, Neither I'm, have I. I'm, look, I'm watching it, and... I must admit, I didn't purchase it out of just a tiny little bit of spite, because it was my one of my counterpicks, because I did not think this game was coming out this year um, yeah, for our Fantasy League. I don't know. Like, wasn't it like yeah. the... Um, the stinger at the last indie world and so it kind of just feels good to have it be the this one of the been, shadow drops in the next one i've been fucking sweating ever since that i was like <laughs> fuck like i've made a tiny huge that, mistake they were being very clear like recently saying that it's coming very soon and oh i'm fucking is, fucking aware is. of that not at the start of the year when we fucking did the draft though was it hey, would have been much you, more helpful years can change things can change in a, in a matter of months fucking jesus anyway um yes yeah, so axiom verge 2 the sequel to axiom verge from thomas hap games well, sequel but it's actually a prequel <laughs> oh yeah sorry <laughs> yes uh yeah that yeah it's weird anyway axiom verge is weird i really enjoyed that game i played through that on it's Vita so funny because i fucking loved it i should have loved it but i just couldn't mm-hmm. get into the world and this this one looks way more interesting so it's this, i might i mean i'm always at any given time, if a new Metroidvania comes out, I'm always just like, um, yeah, okay. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll buy it. It's like one of my favorite genres. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. And like, um, honestly, like, even though I didn't really dig Axiom Verge, I do feel like it sort of got the concept of a Metroidvania better than so many do. Like, and that's why I'm, it did I'm enough, probably going to buy it. <laughs> it did enough different to sort of like make it stand on its own two feet without just being a metroidvania like a metroid clone like it had an interesting setting and and like Mm -hmm. even though i I didn't dig the uh areas i was exploring they all kind of like bled together for me which is i'm i'm for some reason very particular about this genre like it's so easy to for me to be like nah and like i just got lost all the time in axiom verge because it all looked the same which is a shame But, um, but again this one seems like again visually this one looks way different and it has like the two realities, like the two dimensions as well. So mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. also interesting. Uh, yeah, I just... It's... Well, this was pretty big too because it's out. It came out yeah, that, day. that day. And it was sort of like... What? What? So, well, sorry, what? I, I, it's out now. And sure enough, it is. And yeah, like I said, I, I didn't purchase it out of just a tiny little bit of spite because I was bitter about how many points I lost. Oh, fuck it. Oh, ruined me. Ruined my team. Probably I- the most interesting thing about it that I'm not sure I'm sold on is how it handles the bosses. Yes. And that is that apparently you can just sort of ignore them, which is, you know what? It's great. If you're a person who wants to play this sort of game, it may be you don't like the idea of getting locked in a room and fighting a boss. It's just a bit frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's good to know that, you know, you can just like run past it and keep exploring. But a few of the reviews I've seen have mentioned that it sort of works to a detriment if you engage the bosses. Apparently, they're just not super fun to fight, which is a shame. Okay. And like that, I'm not going to say stand here and say that, you know, every Metroidvania I've played, specifically, even like the granddaddy of the series, like the Metroid games, have incredible boss design. But I don't know. I do kind of, I kind of like a good boss fight. And I don't know. If that's yeah. something the game's lacking, that's a bit of a bummer for me. So hopefully that's the fair. exploration and like interconnected realities and worlds can sort of keep that part alive. But yeah, I was definitely a bit bummed when I read that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I didn't know about that until you mentioned it to me. But- the other day and i was like oh interesting um but yeah axiom verge 2 is out right now you can oh, go play it i'm probably gonna buy it you'll probably hear me talk about it next episode yeah if i get through boyfriend dungeon then yeah i'm absolutely picking this game up um yeah without a doubt uh next up on the docket we've got eastward john from, uh, this is the one this mm. is the game yep I desperately, desperately need this. Yeah, so this is from Pixpill and published by Chucklefish. So that alone, like the Chucklefish name being on there, sort of is enough to raise eyebrows. Love me a Chucklefish game. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, so this is basically an action-adventure RPG with puzzle-solving and dungeon elements set in a post-apocalyptic world. I mean... First of all, I I really can't do these, how good this game looks justice. Like, I, yeah. if, if you're listening to this and you're like, what the hell is Eastwood? Go and watch the launch trailer. It looks stunning. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to avoid, but I think the main reason I'm super feeling attached to this, I'm like, God, it just makes me miss Earthbound so Absolutely. much. I miss it. God, I miss it. So this, yeah. This, feel, oh. and th- this feels a little bit more, I don't know, grittier than earthbound a little less jolly but i'm sorry it's not it's not legally out that i was gonna say play other three (laughs) and i'll respond to you karen with i would like to (laughs) very much like to put that on the list with that and fucking persona 3 like i would fucking mean hey persona 3 is out there and like officially like translated at least Whereas Mother 3, like, if you want to play this, if you want to play Mother 3, you better be willing to sort of go into the legal gray area of uh, piracy yeah. and uh, get a, yeah. a cheeky little fan fan patch to make it in English. But anyway, that's off topic. Either way. Exactly. Yeah. Way, just like, I've been, I feel like I've been watching this game for a while, but it's only had a, I feel like it's only had a few trailers, but every time I see it, I'm like, give it to me. I need it. Yeah. Give me. 
And well, this game is coming out in September. Joel, it's yeah, so you soon. You have to wait long. It's a month, like, a month away. Like you will be hearing me talk about this because I'm going to pre-order the hell out of it, and it's going to yeah, download to my Switch, and I'll keep tapping on it until they say I can play it. Yeah, yeah. Just checking the eShop to see if you can play this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's sorry. Like, it's going to start with this, and then that'll be me a couple of weeks later with dread. I'll be like, "Can I play this?" Yet? They're like, "No, you can't. Stop asking. Go play Eastwood. We gave you that. Go." I finished it. I want dread. Give it to me. <laughs> um. And yeah, so it's a it's a timed console exclusive as well. So I'm pretty sure it, all of these games, in some way, shape, or form, are timed console exclusives. Well, because Action uh, actually wasn't. no, the next one and the next one isn't either. Um, yeah, we're so, talk about which. Is, but I mean, yeah. hey, like the ones that they got, like Eastwood, does it get? That is it. That is an like if there's an indie that people talk about this year, it could very easily be Eastwood. Like it looks, yeah, it looks so good. I, yeah. I still like. I'm looking at just the still and just being like, "God, just some gorgeous like, pixel art, like yeah, sprite work, just good. like ten out of ten." The colors, the coloring is yeah, amazing. The lighting, yeah. like just oh. Anyway, uh, it's, it's, so it's, it's this looks so cool. The next game as well was a game that uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but I remember being pretty excited about this when it was in one of the or a couple of the conferences or, I, or presentations at E3. I did not recognize this game at all, so we must not have it up. Yeah, this game looks great. So this is Toem uh, from something we made. Uh, it's like a like a, a photography game. It's like an isometric photography game in a way. Um, you can walk around the world and help people out by taking photos. But it sort of goes one step further. Like there's, some of the examples they've given in previous demonstrations are like there's a guy that's got birds all around him and he, he's sort of freaking out a little bit and he wants your help and he notices you have a camera. He's like, hey, can you use the flash on your camera? to scare away the birds and you do it and you help him out. And yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the sort of ideas of like the, that finding ways to use your camera to solve people's problems. Um, and it's all like this, uh, black and white grayscale, really cute art design. Um, yeah, visually it looks yeah. very cool. Like I like the, um, I don't know how you would describe it, but it's isometric. They look, the worlds almost look like little like box boxes, I guess that you explore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. And little dioramas. Always, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, they describe it here as a variety of different relaxing regions inspired by the Scandinavian countryside. So that's cool as well. That's actually yes. very interesting. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is looking like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's going to be a nice chill. Yeah, it's going to be a chill, fun game. Um, Honestly, that, that's the theme of this entire thing. It's just like, it's on my radar. Yeah, everything on this fucking list is on my radar in some way, shape, or form. Um, especially this next game, Kyron. Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. This, if you fucking want to talk about gaming, speaking to me, this is a fucking Shovel Knight puzzle game. Let's go. So, Let's go. I mean, I immediately, I mean, I know that, I think it's, I don't even remember the name of the thing. What was the crossover with Tetris? Tetris. Puyo Puyo. Was it Puyo Oh, Puyo? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yep. like, honestly, like, watching this, I'm like, is this, like, Kirby's Ghost Trap? I played the shit out of that on the Super Nintendo. I couldn't stop playing Kirby's Ghost Trap. And I get massive Kirby's Ghost Trap vibes from how this game plays, so I'm gonna be this, honest, like I'm listening. <laughs> this is like a puzzle, yeah, a a, a puzzle dungeon crawler. Uh, this looks like countless fucking mobile games that I've played that I've really yeah. enjoyed. But Shovel uh, Knight, <laughs> but with Shovel Knight and with the fucking story, Shovel Knight, you can play as I think how many have they got? 
10? I mean, the characters. I'm There's, assuming it's a lot of... Uh, yeah, 10 heroes will be available to 10 play. heroes, yeah. Like, fuck yeah, that sounds great. Each with their own special power and play style. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's also going to have, like, multiplayer as well, so you can yes. go, like, head-to-head multiplayer, which looks like it could work in a way of, like, Puzzle Fighter, in a way, um, which would be fucking cool. And, like, uh, it just... It's just... Because I think it's a partnership, yeah, I think, but with Vine and Yacht Club Games... But visually, once yeah. again, it just looks incredible. Looks great. Like the those, I didn't think Shovel Knight character, like Shovel Knight sprite work, could look any. I don't want to say better because I think it looks different. I think it looks just as good as like well, mainline. The um the Shovel Knight sprites are definitely emulating a very particular era, and this one mm-hmm. is not restrained by that. And I think you can tell just by watching the gameplay. It's just like yeah, good god. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna play you, the shit out of this game. <laughs> when, we, when we one day get a Shovel Knight two, oh man, I'm excited. Yeah, Shovel Knight two, and then like five other fucking spin off games from that as well. Yeah, well, because then there's there's still Shovel Knight Dig that they're working on as well. Yeah, Dig is the other one, which is I don't know. What... Isn't that one? That one's more of a roguelike, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a actually, one. And I think that's what like Yacht Club. Prime basically. I think doing that is. Yeah. I yeah. think it is Yacht Club, but yeah. it could be way off base. But I'm pretty sure. And they've just got a bit of a hand in this one because obviously it's Shovel Knight. So yeah, <laughs> I'll fucking play Shovel. Although like Shovel Knight's everywhere, so it's not unheard of. But yeah, I think this is more of a partnership with these with these guys with the team at Vine. But yeah, it, it looks very cool. You can even use it. You'll be able to use your um, Shovel Knight series amiibo to summon yes. a familiar fairy friend. I only have one of them. I wish I. Had I only one. have one too. I have one. Look, Karen, you can see him right now. I'm holding him up. Mine Audio is, listeners, I'm holding him up right in front of me. Mine is to my... Right yeah, I can, I can see it. Mine's to the left, um, holding up my, my face mask. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. He's a true hero we need. I wanted to get the gold one. Me but, too. It's yeah. like one of the few times I'm like, this is a really dumb amiibo purchase, but I just mm-hmm. love Shovel Knight that much. And the fact that it's like... Technically one of like... It was like the first third party That's amiibo, right, it was. wasn't it? And it was like announced by Game Grumps and Yes. Oh. Yeah. It was like a whole thing where it was like this is it is an amiibo, but it was made by them, I think. Like they designed it. Yeah. There's forget, a whole thing about it. I forget who print like it wasn't manufactured by Nintendo. They just obviously mm, had all the yeah. rights to do all the amiibo stuff with it. It was just a really interesting, yeah, little crossover. And then yeah. I always I always regretted not getting the other knights as well. That's gonna, yes. that's gonna haunt me. Mm-hmm. One yeah, of the, it's that... one of those few things like I have a few of the Amiibos where it's like cool I want the Fire Emblem ones I want the Metroid ones god I kind of wish I had the Shovel Knight ones <laughs> yeah Um. but yeah I'm going to play the shit out of Pocket Dungeon which reminds me I should go back and continue my playthrough of the Treasure Trove as well you should that's a dynamite collection of hours of content <laughs> yep yep I'm, I'm like still working my way back through like OG Shovel Knight like well, what's it called Quest for I I forget it's got its own name now. That's it's right. got its own name now. Yeah, um, whichever whichever one is OG Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight Prime. Um, anyway, Metal Slug Tactics, Kyron. Yeah, um, this is a game that we got we got an announcement for mm-hmm. uh, by yeah, Lake Lake here and Lakey Studio and Dot Emu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely the last genre I thought Metal Slug would go to. Obviously, Metal Slug is a run-and-gun side-scroller um, game, and this is like, 
you know what? Turn-based tactical. But obviously, I'm in for it. It was one of those situations where it's like, I would never have thought of this. But when you hear it, you go, oh, that kind of works. That kind of makes sense. And you see it in action as well. It's like, okay. It's funny because like, even though you could be, you're just like, okay, it kind of works. But until you see it in action, you're like, some part of your brain is like, it's not going to work. But these guy, this team has like perfectly emulated how Metal Slug looks and translated mm-hmm. it into an isometric like strategy game. Like a, 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 the closest comparison I can think of is like Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, specifically, right. visually, I think of like the Game Boy Advance ones, which of Game Boy Advance one and the DS one, which should be bought back, but it's fine. Square don't care what I what I want, so it's all good. Um, but yeah, this is a. And I don't even have like a, much of a, a nostalgia for Metal Slug. You know, I've dabbled here and there. But yeah, I'm obviously super into this. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm less so into this, but um, it looks interesting. It's cool. I, I was just re-watching the trailer real quick, and I like it. Yeah, as you move forward, like the next part of the stage slams down into in his position from the sky. It's just really, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. You've sold me. The <laughs> pacing next of it. year, but like. Yeah. The pacing of it seems like really fast paced, which sort of adds to that metal slug yeah, DNA. Keeps and mm. like it's got the um I mean a lot of strategy games have this, but like positioning your allies can give you like multiple hits on single enemies, which is always mm-hmm. good to have. Team so, up yeah. attacks and stuff, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I'm definitely um, I'm keeping I, I mean I'm not just keeping an eye, I'm buying this when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, I I'm figured just, you would I'm be. There. I'm there day one. This is right up your alley for sure. Uh Tetris Effect Connected coming to the Switch. Um I don't have a lot to say about this. No. I really like Tetris Effect. It's um, brilliant. I I you don't know. A bad day, a bad day to come out, but you're brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and I also I don't know how what what the hit's going to be like in terms of visual fidelity on the Switch I mean, because I feel like one of the parts of that game is the fact that is playing that game in VR is is I, something is something else. The for me the biggest thing in Tetris Effect is just the music. Um, that's true yeah like visually visually it looks very nice i do and i'm sure in vr it's a completely different experience but i think i could see this being fun like you know crawling into bed plugging in some headphones just vibing out some of it oh man now i'm just thinking about how good that soundtrack is and remembering yeah. it's on spotify i know mm-hmm. what i'm listening to tonight when i go to bed it's in yeah. Tetris effect baby um and this is the connected one as well, so it's got like the uh, the competitive zone battle mode, and it's also got the cooperative. Ooh, connected actually, I never mode. went back to the connected stuff. Well, that's it's in the the Xbox One, which is on Game Pass. I'm pretty sure. So, okay, I mean, I guess it's on Game Pass because I own it on PlayStation, but I guess it's it's on Game Pass. I don't need to rebuy it anyway. So yeah, exactly. Maybe I should yeah. download it and have a dabble. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking I might do the same thing. But yeah, it's Tetris Effect. It's great. If you've not played it, you should definitely play it. It's October awesome. 8th. You can do it on October mm-hmm. 8th. Uh, Far Changing Tides, which is the sequel to Far Lone Sales. I don't know really much no, about it. I never played it. It never really spoke to me. But like, honestly, watching same. the trailer and reading the blurb, it, it sounds like it should. So maybe I should track down the They're first just- one. They describe it as an, an emotional, meditative journey that doesn't require prior knowledge of the Far series. So, I mean, sounds I, interesting. I guess, it, I guess it could technically be called a series if there's two of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, this doesn't do a whole lot for me personally, but I, I, it looks nice. Looks great. Maybe I should give it. Maybe, maybe I should try and track down 
on sales if it's ever on sale. Maybe I'll add it to my Switch wish list if yep. I get to it. Because, like, reading this, I feel like I should play it. Yeah, this, <laughs> seems, like, this seems like your shit. This I've seems like 100% your shit. I, just, I should. So that's early 2022, so no definite date yet. But maybe I'll maybe I'll keep an eye for loan sales and, and give it a bell. Uh, up next, a game that I have, I'm pretty sure, said on this show that should be on the Switch and that when it does come to the Switch, I will buy it and I will stick to that. And that is Loop Hero. Uh, I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but everyone who I've heard play it has really fucking enjoyed it. And I... I am very much excited to play Loop Hero finally on the Switch. Um, so yeah, they describe it as an innovative card battle RPG where basically you're you're like your protagonist is stuck in like a loop that you have to go around and um, try and break the loop basically by fighting like the time witch I think they're called. It's like a time witch you have to fight, but you're not playing as the hero, you are placing cards down to create the loop itself um, that this that this character walks around. Um, and it's sort of got like a risk-reward element to it. It's got... The pixel art is really great. The character design, like on like the, the talking heads, looks so fucking cool. Um, yeah, I'm so excited for this shit. I'm going to play the fuck out of it. And surprise, surprise, it's... Published by Devolver Digital, so <laughs> maintaining plot twist there. Yeah, of course. I didn't bring that up. I have. I, I actually dab- dabbled in uh, my friend Pedro. They released a mobile version of that that actually works. That. It actually works really well. It's very interesting. Maybe I'll I'll play a little bit more of it and I'll bring it next time. But yeah, but for Loopero, um, you got to wait. You got to wait a bit. It says winter here, so I guess it'll be summer for us and probably later this hoping year. So hope so. Because, yeah, as soon as that comes out, that's a, that's like a day one purchase. I'm going to play the fuck out of that game. Um, and it's either a game that you can just have on and just keep checking back in. I know a lot of people, it was, it was, some people have been like describing it as like a borderline idle game. that You can just sort of like set your loop going. And if, you, if it's going well, you can just sort of farm it a little bit and then um, make decisions as they come as well. Uh, yeah, very excited by that. Uh, then Boyfriend Dungeon, which we've spoken about quite a bit on this show already, but yes, it came out that day. And it did. That blew my fucking mind. Uh, as did this next one, Australia represent Necro Barista Final Pour. Uh, it is like the director's cut version of Necro Barista. It's out on Switch finally. They'd been saying that they'd been wanting to put it on the Switch for a while. It's finally so done it. I. Re- I have to buy this. I do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Even though, yeah. Yeah, no, I have to buy this. I have to buy this. Um, it's really interesting. So it's an expanded director's cut of the game. Um, it's got new story content, remastered visuals. I'm assuming that the, the director's cut stuff has, like, the the two, like, sub-stories that they uh, released for it or whatever. Yeah. I mean, considering it says new story content, I'm guessing that will be those. The most interesting thing that they didn't really talk about much because it was sort of like a quick flash of this in a way, uh, they, but they did bring it up, is the fact that they're putting in a studio mode where yeah. you can create your own dialogue and story. So basically you, you can use the game's engine to create your own stories within the Necrobrista world. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Think of all things you can get Ned Kelly to say. <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. Um. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, 
with my mind racing now. But yeah, I was, how I was, I was pretty proud seeing this up on director. My like, holy shit, yeah, it's, me too. It's Necro Barista. It's Melbourne. The, we, the we, word Collingwood appeared on screen, and I was like, oh, we, I live. No, I don't live near there. We but played like this game multiple packs. <laughs> and then we bought it when it came out and didn't play. Shush. I know, I, I feel, feel bad. Great. That's why I want to buy it on Switch. Because for me, the main reason I don't play is like, I have a PC. I don't really play games on PC. But yeah, on Switch, yeah, pretty much a guarantee that I will play it. So that's why now it's on Switch, I've got no excuse. I will have to buy it. Maybe not yep. this week or next week, but I definitely, before the end of the year, want to play this and give it its dues. Because yeah. I've been excited for so long. And what I played of it on PC was great. It's just I never sit on my PC to play games. So that's that's on me. Go and check in with Maddie, the uh, the, the necromancer. Yeah, man. Who works in a coffee shop. The Terminal, I think it's called, wasn't it? Yeah, The Terminal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep, yeah, I'll play the shit out of that. <clears throat> um, Islanders Console Edition. This looks pretty cool. Once again, um, this, is, this is a game I've had to very, very sternly been like, no. <laughs> we can't yeah. do this. Because I, this it, it's fun. The problem is it's cheap. It's really cheap. and Is it really? It's like $8 or something like that. Like $8 or $9. I'm like, oh, I, I could spend that. It wouldn't even be a concern. And I could just play it. This is like a, so it's a strategy game, but just really chill. It's like, put, yep. put buildings down. It's a city no builder. No scores, like no battles. No. It's like, just build. And when you run out of room, you just move to another island. And that just, just sounds, again. this sounds nice. Yeah, this looks great. It's, I mean, yeah, like I said, it's out now. This was another shadow drop. There's like, Five or six shadow drops in this. Like I said, I opened the eShop and I was just like, what happened? Oh, yeah, the Indie World. Because it was just heaps of shadow drops. Um, Speaking of another one. was also a shadow drop. Yeah, Garden Story. Uh, This has popped up a few times now. Another game that I look at, I'm like, should I buy this? I know, me too. I'm really interested in this. It looks great. It looks like Stardew Valley meets Legend of Zelda. And I know that these are comparisons that make people make about lots of different games but it's the dark souls of it <laughs> yeah I just, oh my god the dark souls of stardew valley legend of zelda <laughs> games um but yeah it has that feel to it sort of like a top-down action rpg mixed with farming and again plays just a little cool looking sprites and yeah you're a little grape with a cute little twig and a little leaf and the hair oh it's so cute it's, it's it is revoltingly adorable i have to admit so nice. So cute. Just seeing it stand there with the sword in this like in this thumbnail is just adorable. Makes me happy. Was um, this the speed round part? I I don't like a lot of these trials. I really feel like we didn't spend much time on in the show. Yeah, these are, some of these are are definitely speed round ones. Like this next one as well, Slime Rancher Plotable Edition. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Slime Rancher is coming to, to Switch, which is awesome because Slime Rancher is great pretty sure i've talked about that on the show i i played it when it was an epic free game and i was like i'll give this a go and i think i played it for like two weeks solid i was just really enjoyed that game um it's actually very tempting to play it on switch because being able to just pick that up and just plug away it would be very nice i bought it on playstation and it was fun but i feel like i'm really hanging out for two yes and because there's a sequel coming very very excited by that um yeah, Astroneer is coming to Switch. A game that's... that I'm always just like, I need to play this. I need to yeah, play it. Yeah, it looks interesting. It's on, it's on Game Pass, I think. I think but, it um, is too. It's also on like every other platform, but it's one of the games where it's just like, I'm always think trying to think of co-op games to play, and this one sounds like a co-op game to play. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Astroneer looks, yeah, looks like a lot of fun. I remember base, when it first came out. building, above or below ground, 
create vehicles to explore a solar system, you know, terrain to create anything you imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that that speak that screams like, hey, Karen, you should get some friends together and play Astroneer. And yeah, I know a lot do. of a lot of people described it as like a playable, like not quite as like graphically impressive, but like a a playable Pixar art style as well. I'm sure if you run it on a PC on Ultra, it probably you probably get that same sort of feeling. But uh, yeah. Looks interesting. It's cool. It's coming to the Switch. Um, sometime soon. I don't think it was any day. This is coming to Switch. Yeah. Uh, another Shadow Drop. Curious Expedition Two. Uh, I didn't know about number one, and I didn't really pay much attention to this game until I realised what kind of a game it was, and went, "Oh shit! This seems like it's up my alley." Um. So yeah, they describe it here as like a, a journey to the center of the Earth version of D and D. Mixed with narrative roguelike elements, all wrapped up in a streamlined and accessible gameplay experience. I'm like, that ticks so many boxes. <laughs> um, and yeah, the art style of it, it's got like the the, the character designs look like um, Tintin. It has like a real yeah, Tintin feel that. to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I, I ended up watching a trailer for it because I was like, oh, what is this? I'll watch the trailer again. And I was like, oh, oh, this, this seems perfect for me. I want to play this, so um, I have to add that to my my wish list because I want to <laughs> play that. It looks great, um, and it looks like yeah, so many wild things can happen as well. Like there's crazy different things that can happen. Um, yeah, I'm excited to have a look at that. Uh, Hundred Days Winemaking Simulator. I've heard really good things about this. I, I must have blanked or just missed this completely. Yeah, um, this um. I've heard really, uh, really good things about this. Um, yeah, basically you run a, a, a vineyard, like a winery, and uh, it kind of looks like it's got like a card-based system of how you like build your winery and your vineyard. Um, and yeah, I think there's like different decisions you have to make that can play into how well or how bad you're doing. Um, and it's got a really nice art style to it as well. Mm. Um, I, I remember, what was it? I think kind of funny did like, uh, to celebrate like a hundred days of streaming every day or something like that, or like a hundred days streaming, they did a stream in this cause it's a hundred days. Uh, and they, they, they played this and drank wine for like four hours and just got plastered while they played this. Uh, and I'd heard really good things about this, which is pretty cool. Um, so I wouldn't mind checking that out. Yeah, I, I must have completely missed it. But yeah, that's, this is a game that's on my radar now as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely looks really cool. Uh, Gang Beasts, it's coming to another platform. <laughs> Not much to be said about that, really. It's like, hey, Gang Beasts again. Yep. I, it's it, it's Gang Beasts. Like, if you're into that, you you probably already got it, but be able to have it on the Switch. Having it on the Switch is actually a pretty good plus, being able, if it it's is. got like local co-op or local, like, multiplayer so you could just <clears throat> local wi-fi that'd be fun uh lumbear jack now i rewatched the trailer for this and it actually looks pretty cool um i get real um donut county vibes yeah from this. visually definitely yeah i can see the donut county vibes <laughs> gameplay wise as well it's um because it, it's that that thing of like the game has like one mechanic and what the golf as well, I would put in a similar category um, where it does. It's like 
you have one mechanic, but the way that they build on that mechanic and use it in different ways throughout the game, um, because basically you're a giant bear that lives in the woods and you get an axe and you're trying to take down like evil corporations that are trying to like deforest your home. And, and so that you're taking down like evil burger corporations and like, I do like polluted, that, um, polluted plants and stuff like that. The particular yeah. like, evil industrial giant is called evil works evil works yeah it's it's very like it knows what it is sort of uh feeling i'm i'm kind of into this when i rewatched the trailer for it like the actual proper trailer i was like oh this looks great this looks like so much fun um very much into that kind of thing yeah it looks it looks it looks very charming and yeah obviously who doesn't love the idea of like bringing back nature yeah exactly yeah, yeah being a giant bear just taking down taking down evil corporations that'd be fun uh but that was it that was that was the uh the indie world showcase and like i said before man it was a good one it was really so good. many things that were like either games that I, I, I already were aware of and that were coming to switch or games that i were excited for that came out that day or new games that i was like this looks amazing. I want to play it. Um, yeah, good stuff. Very like they again. They just keep going from strength to strength, um, and obviously, you know, there's always indie games that you want to see, and maybe they don't show up. That's fine. There's always the next one, or you mm-hmm. know, maybe they get promoted to the big Nintendo Direct bad boy announcements. But uh, yeah, this <laughs> one definitely made Silk Song. Yeah, everyone was thinking. Everyone was thinking it, but um. It'll be ready when it's ready. Absolutely. Let, let, let it cook, Team Cherry. And in the meantime, look at all these fucking indie games all. you've got to play. And you know like, what? So also, many ones. Also Hollow Knight. It's fair. <laughs> also Hollow Knight. Yeah. But like, man, so many things to play. Yeah. There's no great. shortage. Uh, yeah. There was some great stuff there. I'm very, very excited for a lot of things. It just reminded me that I had to go back to my Switch and add a whole bunch of stuff to my my wish list my now. Wish list continues to grow. Oh dear. Yeah. I've got to take out some of the things I've actually bought too. Yeah, I have to remember to do that as well. Because <laughs> mm, I'm like, oh, my list is so long, and there's like four games that I've already bought, and I'm like, oh, actually, I'll take those out. <laughs> you, can, you can leave now. Whoops. I will uh, replace you with other games. That's fine. But, Karen, I think that's an episode. What do you reckon? I think you are correct, Joel. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate your support. Of course, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, any sort of like, share, thumbs up, review stars you can give us would be great, and we would deeply appreciate it. Uh, If you want to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us across Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where we are just Dialogue Options. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I am at LemonManX, and most recently, I have been tweeting either about Metroid or Evangelion, which is kind of my usual shit. Um, trying to find something different. Trying to... Oh, it's pack sadness. Oh, no, let's go back up, back up. Pull up, pull up. Um, you know what? If we're going to be depressed, I'm as we depressed about something out of my hands. On, like, just this week on, it was the seventh anniversary of my heart being broken by PT. Oh, I did say that. That demo was seven years old now, and we... Silent Hills never, never came to be. Nope. Nope. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, I also did retweet a, a petition going around for Twitch to do better. 
I've been seeing a lot of stuff, people talking about hate yes. raids and stuff like that, which is a bit mm-hmm. of a fucking mess, but um, that's a whole other thing. Yep. Maybe go give it a re, give it a sign, give it a share. Uh, where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where the last few things I've been tweeting were that weren't depressing uh, were a couple of music <laughs> <have> to, like, <laughs> news. Yeah. Uh, a couple of music news bits. Uh, Iceland Kills has got a new album coming out and they dropped another song off it. It's all it's based around like the Chucky movies. It's fucking great. Um, and yeah, so I posted about that. And also, finally, if you're a My Brother, My Brother and Me fan, you will have already known about this, but um, really cool story of, uh, of Montaigne, the Australian musical artist who is fucking rad. She, twi- uh, she streamed on Twitch as well. Um, she's been playing a whole bunch of cool stuff. She's playing Yakuza Like a Dragon at the moment. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. It's a great game. Yeah, so I did actually... Because I stepped into her, I saw she was Twitch streaming the other day, and so was Lady Hawk. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's rad. Oh man, I oh, guess they can't do gigs out. right now, right? Like, so I mean, that's the thing, right? Yeah. So, um, but long story short, she put out when uh the the McElroys were looking for a new theme song for their show after the old one, the creator of the old one was a bit of a dickhead, so they wanted to get a new theme song, um. She like just put it out into the world and was like, I'm a huge fan of your show and all your shows. Um, I would be honored to make a, a theme song for you, please. And then her fans started getting, that were also Mabimban fans, started getting around it. It started getting a bit of groundswell. And then before we knew it, she got the chance to write a song for him. And it is now the theme song for My Brother and My Brother and Me. Is, my life is better with you. Um, and we've been eagerly awaiting it to come out on streaming services is out now. Um, you can listen to it. And not only that, there is a music video to go with it that she made herself. And it is just the perfect encapsulation of why I love the McElroys. And if you need a pick me up song, this song will just make you happy. Like it is such a good perky pickup song. Um, so yeah, go check out my life is better with you from Montaigne, but that's all I've been tweeting about. All right, music shit. <laughs> well on that note then I will wonder a wonderful outro see us out and we will catch you guys next time options podcast